This is Drop Tent Media Network. Hey, hold right there. Don't dare skip this. This is an important message. Me and my boy, Albert Davis, we want to tell you about our podcast, Seriously, Dad. Albert, why should they listen? Because it's the best podcast in the world. It's by two comedians who are dads. And you know what we're talking about? Being dads. It's called Seriously Dad. Check us out on social media at Seriously Dad Podcast. And anywhere you get your podcast, that's where we're at. We're funny. We got some great guests coming our way. We cover the topics you want to hear. Check us out. Uh-huh. IIQ basketball with Brian Isley and Raymond Bird. What's going one. on, bro? I'm going to go for like a, like a quadruple double. And welcome to episode seven of High IQ Basketball with Brian Isley and Raymond Bird. I'm Brian Isley. That's Raymond Bird, super producer Neil. What's going on, Ray? What's good with you, baby? Hey, hey, nothing, man. We're about to get right into it. Uh, call this episode Tis the In Season. Quarter number one, we're going to start with the semis were a couple days ago. Uh, Pacers advance, Lakers advance. They are both in the finals of the inaugural in-season tournament. What's your what's your take on the on, on the tournament so far? And who are you picking to win the first ever in-season tournament? I think with the the in-season tournament, uh, I think initially, like I, I I didn't think much of it. You know, a lot. I don't think enough information was given about it in regards to how to follow it, what was sustaining, what was the criteria to, to get to this point. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, and then I think that as it's going along, like, you know what I mean? I think it's been a win in regards for to what its intent was. I think the intent was to get some high quality basketball early in the season when you typically wouldn't get it. And I think that's what you're getting. You're getting teams to really compete, you know, with the competition itself, but you're also getting, you know, it's five hundred thousand dollars on the line. You yeah, know, you get dudes to really go play ball at a high level. You get in that playoff type atmosphere. You can tell Brian, who oldest player in the league, who he's got championship. He's got all the accolades, and mm-hmm. he, he's taking charge. Like he, you could tell like it means something for these guys. So I think that you know, it's the intent of it. It's it's accomplished everything that they could have possibly hope for to accomplish in regards to the competition level. And I guess. You know, I can never go against Brian, so I'm taking taking the Lakers to win the whole thing. Are you taking the Lakers to win going away like they did against New Orleans, or are you taking it in a in a in a tight game? Because you know, I think the Lakers, especially Brian, with his experience and, and all that, they've approached the knockout rounds with game seven, seven intensity. Because they have that, Brian has that experience of game sevens. He knows what a game seven is. He knows how to win game sevens. I don't know how the Pacers, being so young and being so inexperienced, I don't know how they're going about it. I, I Maybe they're going about it with the house right? money. NCAA tournament. NCAA tournament type All them kids played in it. The, okay. they, they've been in that one and done this is what they grew up on. You know what I mean? They, gotcha. Ain't much, ain't many of them had much playoff success. So yeah. what they come from is I was in the NCAA tournament and March Madness is you win or you go home. So I think for them, especially for them, like you put them in a one game situation, I don't care who the favorite. It could be 
Golden State with KD, you put mm-hmm. any team in a one game situation, anything can happen. So okay, you got the you got the vets and the Lakers going with a game seven mentality, and then you got the youngest going with a one and done NCAA tournament type mentality. So it should make for an awesome game. I expect a really good game. I think it could go either way because you I mean they shoot the three ball well. They and shoot the three pacers. ball great. They play with, like you. I think you said to me many times like they play with incredible pace, the best, the highest pace team in the league. They're living up to their nickname. So and they got a ton of guards. You know, we went to the game against the Sixers. They got guard on top of guard coming off the bench. They have bigs that shoot the ball. They got mm. you know Turner shoots the three ball well. Then they got two other bigs that come off the bench. They don't they ain't got much size, but they come off the bench and these guys can shoot the three as well. So anytime that the three ball comes into effect, if you're making it, you're going to give yourself a chance. And if you're making a ton of them, you could you know get the Lakers out of here. But I think I'm going to take the Lakers because it, I think I was underwhelmed with what this Lakers team was. And I had high expectations for them. Yeah. But I think they're starting to come into form now. Like they got healthy and their size and length on the perimeter with all the defenders that they have. Cam is playing defense at a, you know, I know we not, they're not going to put him in that conversation of defensive player of the year. And maybe he doesn't necessarily deserve that type of accolade, but he's playing at an all defensive level. You know I mean? He should be on, he should be one of those guys that are in consideration for a first or second team all defense. He's playing at a very high level. So I think I'm going to take the Lakers because I think they match up. Mm-hmm. And if Brian comes out with the same intensity that he came out with last game, they didn't got nobody to deal with him. They ain't got nobody on the perimeter they can put in front of LeBron physicality-wise that's going to be able to slow him. The Lakers are going to have the advantage in regards to the bigs. I guess the wild card is knocking the threes down in you know, Halliburton. Okay. For me, I do think the end-season tournament is a win. You're going to have the, the naysayers. You're going to have the detractors simply because it's new. It's a new idea. It's a new concept. The NBA is 77 years old. Anytime you bring something new to something that's been around for so long, you're going to get pushed back. Um, I I do think it's a win in terms of the stars came to play. And that's what people were complaining about. You know, people say, I I think you said it, uh, the NBA season doesn't really start until Christmas. Right. Um, November, early December, a lot of games that people aren't interested in, mainly because football season is getting into full gear, playoff pictures starting to round out and everything. And, you know, the NBA is such a long season, it's 82 games that people really aren't concerned until football season is over. Unless you're a super duper hardcore fan of, of basketball and then football season's over after week eight. I, th- I mean, Everything you're saying is 100% true. I think that uh, you go back to the uh, Lakers game, was on Thursday, right? Mm-hmm. It was Thursday night football was on. I know it wasn't a great game, but I didn't even realize until I woke up the next morning and checked on ESPN and seen that there was a game. That, that in-season tournament, those two games took over Thursday. You know, you got Thursday yeah. football, and I didn't realize that there was a game played. I right. paid that no mind. I was... Locked totally in. locked in on you in tournament games, so it's a, it's a win. You know, you're taking some attention away from football because you got to compete with them on weekdays now as well. So I think it's 
ultimately win. And I think it's genius marketing on the NBA's part, and we'll 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 get into that in the, in the later quarters. But I just want to touch on that for a second because they 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 covered everything. They left no stone unturned as far as marketing goes. The the ESPN personalities, the TNT personalities merged. They had a they had a damn collab like Marvel. Right. That's a Marvel DC type collab <laughs> in terms of media personalities. You had Stephen A. Smith on Inside the NBA. That's crazy. Right. Like, I know people stayed up to, to to just to watch that. Then you had Shaq and Chuck on on ESPN Countdown, and it was just hilarious, compelling. Television, you, right. yeah, you tuned in for the games, but you also tuned in for that personality mashup just to see how funny it was going to be. I think they did a tremendous job in that aspect, and like I said, I, you 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 nailed it perfectly. You said that there was football on, and I, I was none the wiser. Right, I didn't care because I was just locked into these semifinal games, and you know. The, the NBA just delivered, man. It's just it's just fantastic to see that a new concept is being executed so well. Yes, we had questions about scheduling. Yes, there were complaints about the courts and, and all that stuff. But all in all, job well done. I, I think it gets better. Like, you know, like you had this year, right? So you get the, they got lucky. You get the excitement of you getting LeBron in the championship game. So you have your... Mm-hmm marketing monster in there right mm-hmm. so then on top of that i think now people are aware of it now you got a taste of it and now you get to clean up a couple of things you get to put a little bit more attention on like i think they missed the, they dropped the ball a little bit on the marketing throughout the tournament giving out the knowledge of what's going on like we went to a game and i didn't even know we were going to an in-season tournament game you know what i mean yeah because i don't think they gave enough energy to Yo, this is what's going the, on. These the, are the standing. I think the pool play, the right? Pool. The pool play. Okay. I didn't even understand the uh, how Phoenix got into it. I thought it was, you know, you got your each pod and all those teams advanced, but you actually had wild card teams that got in as well. <laughs> yeah. Didn't know that, you know. what I mean, so I think it's a little bit more information that they could share with us, so we a little bit more aware of what's going on, so we can follow a little bit better. And I think they'll do that more as they go along. But here's here's a question for you. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I think the energy behind the impact it has for whoever wins it you know what i mean what is and i think we spoke about it off air where we're saying like you you are you on the notion that it's going to really impact people's resumes this is something this yes. is going to be a notch underneath your belt yes and i think my thoughts would be i think that you know like in season tournament right Mm-hmm. Indiana wins it. Indiana didn't win no championship, right? No. So then you get that attached to it. So Indiana wins it this year. They don't win the championship. And tell you, we get 10 years down the road and, you know, you didn't have 10 tournaments and whoever's won this ain't won the championship. You're going to have the intrigue of the money. Everybody wants the money. You know what I mean? Especially, if, like you, I think you told me, they looking to increase the money. And, then, you know, they making a million dollar prize. You know, you dudes is really going to chase that money. So you're going to get the competition aspect. So you're going, it's, it's here to stay. But I I think it, that affects, you know, how it's viewed on your resume. If the teams winning it aren't the teams that's walking away with the ultimate championship, if it's not contributing to that, like I was in that, that experience that we had in that in-season tournament, that tournament play, mm-hmm. that got me ready for, yo, we had a game seven and in the finals and, you know, I, I, 
I drew back on that experience as that's what got us over the hump. Mm -hmm. If that's not, if it's not translating to that or contributing to that, I think it takes away from, you know, the impact it's going to have on the resumes. Uh, and, and I, I do, I do agree with that, especially if it's a continuous trend. If it's if it's five if we're five years into this and the team that won the in season tournament hasn't won an NBA championship, right. all right, then it diminishes it, it diminishes the luster of winning the in season tournament. It doesn't doesn't mean as much. But let's flip that. Let's say next five years the three out of the last five in season tournament champions have won the NBA championship, then we do give credence to and and props to the NCAA tournament for building that morale and that and, and galvanizing that team to where they they kick it into another gear and wind up winning the championship. Facts. So it, it it cuts both ways. I think it matters. I think it matters regards. Okay. Because, you know, I think how it affects your resume is one aspect of it. But on the other, the goal was to get these guys to compete at a high level, mm -hmm. and that goal was accomplished. The goal in the, the goal in the NBA is championship in June. Period. Right. The goal. I, no one's goal is to to win the in season tournament and, and and that be that. The in season tournament and winning the championship. I think the in season tournament would be just icing on the cake because you got the five hundred k with that too. It's a good consolation. It's a great consolation. It's a lot of dudes. It's a lot of dudes in the lead, and ain't about to get no hardware. Somebody hard at the end of the it's bench only tonight. One champion. Yeah, right. Somebody at the end of the bench tonight is going to double their salary. Somebody on a two way contract is about to have their life changed. Mm -hmm. It's somebody at the end of somebody's bench that you don't know, you don't see, ever see play, and next year he might not make an NBA roster. He might be overseas, and this is Facts. going to change his life. Facts. He gonna be balling out in DR. <laughs> DR, right? Be, that's where he gonna be playing next year. He, he gonna be going playing. He, he gonna to be Russia. in the Dominican Republic next year, balling out. He gonna have wild pesos. Right, right, right. So, I mean, I think it's a win, regardless. You know what I mean, we getting basketball at a high level in early December before Christmas. So we win. It. And when's the last time that's happened? <laughs> rarely. Rarely. <laughs> they save the big games for later on in the season. Right. Like you get the big games in Christmas. And those, a lot of times that we've talked last about this year, all the Christmas time, because nobody, nobody played. Yo, you know, it's, I, didn't, yo, I love Christmas basketball. I didn't watch Christmas basketball last year. At all, he's a yo, yeah, I, he's a huge fan of Christmas. I'm basketball. talking about yo, we we having the festivities. I'm telling everybody, yo, I, whatever we doing, game started here. <laughs> I if gotta it, get home. If we ain't if if those if this ain't wrapped up by then, count me out. Cause I don't, I don't even bother with any of that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about your festivities. I'm at home. I'm watching right. the games. Right. Right. Those, those like for the past what decade? Well, since I've had kids. Which is 14, 15, going on 15 years now. That has been my Christmas present. Listen, the peak, Cavs, 20, Cavs, 20, Golden State. Yo, like that rivalry, that finals is the greatest finals ever. Mm -hmm. I don't care what nobody say. That is I the agree. greatest final. That seven game series against 
Bron Curry in that 73 and 9. Right. 70, that's the greatest finals ever. And that Christmas game might be the greatest Christmas game ever. The first it's not, one. It's not the first be. one when KD got there. That one first was crazy. Not, yeah, yeah. December 25th, 2016. <clears throat> Go watch that game. But we the quarter number one is done. We tied? <laughs> The disrespect is crazy, man. I thought I was going to be at like 20, 20 to 4. Like, <laughs> it's crazy out here, man. What I, yo, what I got to do? What I got to do, folks? Yo, y'all got, yo, leave a comment under the, let them know they, they, they doing me dirty out here. I told you, you know. I, let me yeah, know how I should score this because it seemed like a very nice, agreeable conversation. Yo, you guys were both crushing. It was very yeah. nice. Give him your tank top. You give him your Brian buddy. Exchange Jones at the end of the evening. Like, like they exchange jerseys. Like the no, they spell what he's saying with the your referee and this guy you exchange. Yo, do that, man. Cause I don't know what I considering considering the 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 heated debate that we had last week. That was very tame. Was Yo, very... Shout out to me, man, for grinding through this, man. Shout out to me, man. I'm going, I'm going against the odds and I'm still you performing Shannon, at a high level. You Shannon Briggs now? <laughs> Shouting out yourself? Yo, shout out to me, man. All this adversity I'm going great through, great if you did it in the third person. Yo, Ray, shout out to you, man. <laughs> like, That's crazy. You deduct points for that. You can't do that. This guy over here, Barry Horowitz over here, patting himself on the back. It's a lot of adversity right now, man. <laughs> uh, we're headed into the second quarter. LeBron in the semifinals, man. He's the only Laker in history to score 30 points in 23 minutes. 22 and a half minutes. 22 and a half minutes, so, you know, round it up. That, no, (laughs) Kobe's never done that. Kareem's never done that. It's crazy that that Kobe never did it. Magic never did that. Worthy never did. No one, Shaq in his prime, no one has ever done that in a Lakers uniform. The Lakers smoked the Pelicans by 44 points. Everybody picked the Pelicans to knock them off, too. Let's throw that out. Right. This was supposed to be Zion's. This was supposed to be Zion's coming out party. And he guarded. It was and it hold first of all. Like let's let's talk about the two-way play. We talk, we don't they they don't give Brian enough credit for yo, he took Zion. It like that him. was the one matchup everybody was saying. Like, yo, I don't know who they got to guard Zion. <laughs> right. Brian right. said, nah, let me raise my I got him. I got him. And I'm gonna show y'all how obsolete his game yo, is. <laughs> Blue, if y'all watching, blueprint is out. Like both bo- the scouting report is out. This is how bro. you defend him and take him away. This took is him how, completely this is away. A, took him completely all away. All impact plays, all that was dead. You didn't even know he played. Facts. Made it, it just looks obsolete. It looks like it looks like you have to do a whole lot of refining in the summertime. Yo, he but is it's December. Giannis without the motor. Yeah, Giannis yeah. without the motor, and yeah, you know I mean, because he he's he's that, he's that dominant. You know, Giannis is, Giannis is so athletic, so gifted, and you know, Giannis physically. is six eleven, right? But you know, Giannis ain't got a bag either, right? <laughs> so he, Giannis is I gotta get to the realm I gotta listen, get to the front of the realm I have to get to the Giannis front Giannis can dance a little bit he do yo listen he got better he got more of a bag than than, than Zion does like he will cross you up he will in and out you Facts. he'll spin off you and the physicality is it, probably on, on par and, and he'll get wild at times right but neither one of them can get anything outside of the paint right that's not uh-huh. their games Hey, hey, Giannis more so than Zion. 
I think it's about the same. Giannis is, I think his outside of the paint shooting the basketball has degraded. I don't think it's the same because they, they'll sag, they'll sag off Giannis. They will, but Giannis could string together some outside shots from time to time. Everybody they completely knows. sag off Zion. They're under the free throw line with Zion. That's, that's, I think that's you can't guard. Disrespectful. You can't guard Giannis like that because Giannis is going to, not because you. Oh my gosh, I don't want to give him no shots. Like it's because Giannis is going to still come. He's going to take. Those I'm shots. still going. I'm gonna still run through your chest. You know, what I mean that's the difference. Zion, I maybe he was a little reluctant. I don't know what the case was. He was shook. But you you sag off of Giannis. Giannis is taking that space up, and I'm 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 a jump over top of you. Or he's gonna take those shots. Is Giannis is of the mindset of oh you disrespecting me? I'm gonna prove I'm gonna prove to you that I can knock this he shot down, or no I'm gonna lose trying. He is Zion's not gonna no do one that. He can shoot the bad. Giannis I agree. I agree. But the mentality is <clears throat> screw you. I'm taking this shot. He's more aggressive, and, and maybe because he got a. a he has a bigger role with Milwaukee. Yeah. He's the guy. Yeah. So he can't afford it. He can't come out there and take 10 shots. Giannis has to figure out a way to get his 20 shots. Here's, here's, here's what Zion should take. Because you said Zion, Zion doesn't have a bag, right? Right. He got he got the same bag as Giannis. Okay. The spin moves off your body in and out. He, those subtle little things that get you to where you want to get. He yeah. not, ain't either one of them. Dancing with the basketball. I seen Giannis dance with the basketball. Hell no. I seen Giannis, Giannis is not with dancing with no bag. Giannis is bad. disagreed a couple it's seconds a ago standard, that he dances from time to time. It's a standard duffel. Your standard issue duffel is no secret yeah, pockets. There's no Michael Kors. He got, he got the Michael Kors <laughs> nah, shit. Ain't got no secret departments where you can squeeze anything <laughs> special in there. I can fit my basketball, my little change of shorts in there. That's it. <laughs> you can't get your cell phone Look, in this my, bag. My, my Puma bag, I, I got the basketball <laughs> slot. I got the slot for my phone, got the slot for my nah, water Giannis bottle. Ain't got all that. Giannis I got the got spot the, for my keys. He can fit his, his, he got a dare bag. You know, when he was a kid <laughs> with the dare, and you had a little duff wet there. Once you completed your joint, you can fit, you know, basketball. <laughs> oh, he, he, he ain't had the, uh, he ain't got the FUBU bag I had back in the day. <laughs> nah. The long FUBU duffel with all the, nah. that joint cost $80. <laughs> Listen, both of them, real standard package. <laughs> they should take mm. a cue from Kawhi. Because Kawhi ain't have a bag. In the beginning of his career, Kawhi bag is crazy now. Kawhi bag is crazy. Kawhi, I, I see it was on full display yesterday. Who they play? Utah. They smoke uh, young, uh, I mean, uh Kawhi had 41. Did they? Uh-huh. And was dancing on him. His bag different though. It's 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 you know what's crazy about his bag? It's not it's, it's, it's basic. It's real basic and it's real, it's real stick figure-ish. You know what I mean? It ain't you know Kyrie. Bag. It's robotic. Kyrie is 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 Kyrie flu is fluid. It's fluid. It's uh, it's a lot of body movement. Ka- Kawhi's Ka- whole life is robotic, though. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why his game is like that. But it's crisp. It's precise. It's clean and it's efficient. You can tell it's been worked on. It's been polished. You can tell he put the work on his mid range game is top tier. Mm-hmm. That's who they both of them should take a cue from him. Neither one of them want to hurt that kind of game. So. I'm just saying, if if you they don't have a bag, so you look at Kawhi. Kawhi was <laughs> no bag at all. Only he can only dribble right. It it was just standard. Like he he didn't have range on the jump shot. The mid range game wasn't even like that. He's improved dramatically offensively. Facts. 
Facts. But back to what you're saying, like, we're talking about Brian, and I think he's playing at an incredible level. Like, we, we, I mean, we can't give him enough praise for, you know, the longevity and being able to sustain this play at this high of a level. And you walked into that game, and you got all the Pelicans got nothing but young boys. Mm -hmm. Zion's 23. LeBron looked like the young, if you ain't know LeBron was entering year 21, you'd have thought he was 23. You know Is what I mean? Is that a testament to him or an indictment to the rest of the league? I think that, I don't because know if it's I, I think it's one of those things where, we both said it before, right? LeBron was here. And maybe he has come down to here, but he just came down to where y'all at. You you give Bron two days rest, and he is as good as anybody in the league. Mm -hmm. You can argue is Giannis the best player in the league, or or Joker or whomever. You if Bron with two three days rest is as good as anybody in the league. Okay. Anybody, I think I think people uh, like Stephen A. He said. It's an indictment on the rest of the league. And I think that's like a backhanded compliment. Saying that he's only this good because the league isn't the player, the other superstars in the league aren't taking things as serious as LeBron. He he is giving LeBron his props, but I think it's it's just it, it comes with a backhanded compliment saying that the other players aren't taking it as serious or, or or not as good. Like, it's a drop-off in the league because Bron is still great at 39 years old. I think it's more... Uh, it's, it's more of a compliment because, like I said, like, the expectation is there's no way in the world this guy who is about to be 39 years old in year 21 mm -hmm. has played more minutes than anybody. It's no way that he should be able to play at this level with you guys who are a lot younger and have less miles on their bodies, right? Mm -hmm. But I think we do, it's, it's the testament that you're dealing with something different, something we ain't never seen before. But should he just leave mm -hmm. it at that? Fact, I mean, but you you don't know what you don't know, right? So I guess on, on, on for face value, the expectation is when you, once you get older, you have to have slowed down, right? Mm -hmm. But I think you're dealing with something different. LeBron James ain't something we have ever seen before. You know what I mean? Like, he is a one-of-one. One. And I think that the level of play that he is playing at is just because he started out so far in, 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 in a way better than everybody else that as he has aged and he has come down, I'm just on y'all level now. I'm just on y'all at year 21, about to be 39. I'm on the same level as you guys. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm not as good as I was. You compare me to what I was, you can see the drop off. Yeah. But if this guy just came into the league today, you'd be sitting here saying you're just one of the best basketball players yeah, in the world. Yeah, he's better than Zion. He's at 39, he's better than Zion at 23. Yo, Donkic, who has a similar ball game to Brown, right? Similar body type in regards to height anyway. Not the explosiveness that Brown has. <laughs> Brown's better. And, and Donkic is nice. You know, you know how I feel about it. Nice, but Brian, and you take me game seven. You had a couple days off, and you say, "Who you got? I got Brian." Again, yeah, this just goes back to first episode. Just go listen to the first episode. We hash this out that's every Neil, week. He keeps that's doing Neil's better. Favorite episode, <laughs> episode one. Dude, proof's in the pudding, man. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, yeah, it's right. all there. 
Yeah, we got a lot of uh, we got a lot of fans based off that episode. Ch- <laughs> change people's minds and 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 hearts, <laughs> and that's tough to do. Like I said before, that's very tough to do to change somebody's whole mindset, especially when they're a Jordan fan their whole life. They they don't watch Come Fly with Me seventeen thousand times. You know what's crazy? I'm a Jordan fan. I got hundreds of pairs of Jordans at the house when I high school. When I every every level of basketball I played, I wore twenty three. 23 meant you was the best player on the floor, on, on your team. If you got to wear 23, that means you was the best player. I'm a huge Jordan fan. Brian's better, man. Brian, Brian's the GOAT. I think that, you know, you don't have to be, you don't have to be anti-Jordan to say Brian's a GOAT, and you don't have to be anti-Brian to say Jordan's a GOAT. I think that's where we get things all messed up right. and murky. Where you got to discredit one to praise the other, but uh, I, you, you said you got hundreds of pairs of, of Jordans. I don't think that has a damn thing to do with the debate. It's Jordan but versus Bron, not they Jordan, bring... not Jordan versus Tinker Hatfield. Yo, they bring that up though, don't they? Like that never what made you, sense to what me. Shoes? <laughs> you get an argument with somebody about you know a debate about who's better. Well, you're wearing Jordans. How so can you say what? that? <laughs> Jordan didn't make these shoes, people. Right. Tinker Hatfield designed the <laughs> shoes, not Michael Jordan. I always hated that argument. You got to, yeah, I got on Jordans right now. <laughs> I got on Jordans right now. LeBron James is a goat. I don't like LeBron James sneakers. Right, right, <laughs> right. <laughs> it's just as simple as that. Well, we are, that is the end of the second quarter. We are headed into halftime. We will be back after these messages from our sponsors. Uh, This is halftime, and halftime is sponsored by, if you know, you know, Trivia Game. This is a trivia game uh, created by a great friend of mine and a friend to the show, Saquon Gallette. Uh, If you know, you know, is a 90s to 2020s. Hip-hop and R&B trivia game is created by Saquon Gillette. As I said, it's Star Corner Production, Star Corner Games. And it's the game you never knew you needed. Guaranteed to have you singing, dancing, laughing, and reminiscing. You'll probably learn something, too. In the most fun way ever is for ages 13 and up. Because, you know, with hip-hop, we have explicit <laughs> we have explicit lyrics. But, yeah, if you know, you know trivia game uh get it on amazon and wherever uh games are sold that is our halftime sponsor and welcome back this is the third quarter of episode seven high iq basketball ray is up 40 to 35 quarter number three we touched on this uh, a little bit in the first half adam silver's tenure as nba commissioner I think we're we're in year ten. I think he took over in in twenty fourteen for the late David Stern, and uh, in the ten years that he's been commissioner, I think he's been moving the game forward. Uh, we talked about what he's done as far as he he had a pandemic to deal with, uh, COVID, the the bubble, which was ran flawlessly. Uh he's implemented the play in right before the playoffs and now the end season tournament. You said they were all three were wins. Right. Right? Right. Care to elaborate? I think that, you know, sometimes when you got a good product, right? Stern left him a great product. Mm. 
And sometimes you walk into a situation like, yo, this, you don't mess it up, right? Or, you know, how can you improve on something Yeah, that's, that's kind of like smart. a kind of like a quarterback uh, <laughs> with a great defense. Don't Just don't turn up. the ball yeah, over. Yeah, right. And, you know, he's found ways to improve on something that you thought couldn't necessarily be improved on. Like that in-season tournament, right? With the play-in. I started with the play-in. The play-in, you know, guys like LeBron, you know, the face of the league, he wasn't a fan of it. You know, nope. he, he, he stood on it. You know, like, nah, this is here and it's here to stay. And it's turned out to be a successful, you know, part of the game now. It's gotten player teams to stop tanking. It's, it's made it exciting at the bottom of, you know, you got your, because the last couple of years, you've had teams in the play-in that had championship aspirations. The team that last year, you had two teams in the play-in get to the conference finals. One of them get to the finals. Yep. So I think the importance of it, is 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 incredible. You know, you you get teams to compete throughout the season, right? You guys is making. I think he is trying to make the full eighty-two games matter. And with the in-season tournament, he's doing that. By you got a tournament in the middle of the season, you got a prize money, so you're getting guys to compete at a high level, which we talked about in the previous uh, quarter, quarter one, where guys are playing at a high level. Then you also got the, you know, the play-in. Who wants you don't want to be in the play? You don't want to put yourself at risk of not making a playoff. You want to have to play extra games. You want to get as much rest as possible so you can be healthy going to the playoffs. Mm -hmm. So I think it, it's trying to get you these guys to play 82 games at the highest level possible. You know, you're gonna have teams times times when guys take games off, but you're trying to limit that as much as possible. And I think he has taken a already great product and made it better. When David Stern took over in 1984 for Larry O'Brien, the league was in shambles. Tape delayed NBA Finals. Everybody was on coke. <laughs> it was just in a bad spot. David Stern took a a a model for marketing and advertising a lot of people don't know this david stern took that model from vince mcmahon and wwf v david stern took that and what i mean by that is he took the idea of individualism and we're going to market players a lot of the, a lot of the sports leagues they marketed the team we're going to market individual players, and it's easier for the NBA because the NBA doesn't have face masks. NBA doesn't have hat. We we see their faces; they're right. more recognizable. So David Stern and with the advent of cable television, more money for 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 TV. These players get seen more, and then comes Michael Jordan. Magic and Larry saved the league. Michael and David Stern took it global. 30 years go by. The NBA is the best it's ever been. David Stern retires, hands it over to Adam Silver. To your point, how the hell does Adam Silver make something better that's already done, went from on the brink of extinction to global success, billions in dollars in, in revenue. 
max contracts galore tv contracts for 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 decades and decades how do you take something like that and make it better i think he has i think i think he took he he made the game more competitive to your point he's he's making the entire season more competitive when when he took over players were complaining about shortening they wanted the season shortened how about we shorten the season? He said, no, we're not going to shorten the season. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you guys incentive to play the full season. We're going to tweak things. We're going to make things more. Re- we're going to make the, the beginning of the season more relevant. We're going to make the bottom feeders of, of the conference even more relevant because now you got to worry about 10, 9, 8. And, uh, you, you know what I mean? Everybody is involved almost in the conference at the end of the season. Right. So the beginning of the season is more relevant now. The end of the season is more relevant now for the teams that, you know, in any other case would be going fishing. Right. So Adam Silver has done a tremendous job and it doesn't hurt that there's, uh, as far as a talent standpoint goes, I don't think the NBA has ever been better. I, I I agree with that. And I think, you know, kind of to piggyback off what you said, I think what, what he's also done is like, you had to deal with the success, right? Mm-hmm. David Stern and, and Michael Jordan, like you said, it made the game global, right? So you now the money's here. Players are getting paid $30 million and all that. So what, what comes with that? It comes a little bit of complacency from the players where you, you get to kick the push back on, well, we want to play fewer games. We're only, we're being judged by winning championships. So that's all that really matters. Not understanding that us as fans, all of it matters, right? Right. You know, for us to get to the next level, all these 82 games, we have to market the game all 82 games, every game matters, every week matters, not just the playoffs, not just the champion, the whole body of work matters, right? Mm-hmm. So he's had to deal with and matriculate over the success, right? So like you say, he's come up with the in-season tournament. He's he's had to deal with, we, we're successful as a business, right? And the the players are, well, I'm making 30 million. What, what, what I need to go hard for every day? Yeah. You know what I mean? And now he's figuring out little things to get these guys to play harder. All right, the, the goal was the championship. All right, that's all that matters to you guys? Well, I'm going to make it harder for you to get in the playoffs. I'm going to make all these games matter for you to get in it. You want to win a championship, now I'm going I'm to I'm put a play-in in there. All the regular season games don't matter at the beginning of the season. I'm going to put an in-season tournament to force you guys to compete at a high level because now I'm going to put some money on the back end, money that matters because I don't care if you're a max player or not. 500000 for one game matters. Matters. So I think he has done an incredible job of furthering the game, and he's also you know improved on what was already there, and he's had to deal with the success that was already in place. What's more difficult? Taking something that's already successful and making it more successful or taking someone taking something from the brink of extinction to making it global. I think it's hard to say which one. I guess, I guess they have to be equal cuz I, mean, I think in Stern's defense like you get lucky and you get Michael Jordan. 
Because yeah, just I, like I, Vince you, McMahon got lucky and got Hulk Hogan. Right, you get lucky and Mike because Michael Jordan wasn't supposed to be that. This is a guy who was the third pick in the draft. He wasn't a, like he wasn't a LeBron coming out. Well, we know he's going to be it. Like this was, mm-hmm. we know he can play, but we don't know. We didn't expect him to be able to carry the league. Yeah, and then you look back at the league, you know, post Magic and Larry. Who was it? It wasn't Clyde Drexler. It was, that next guy, the guy to beat Michael Jordan, wasn't in place. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that guy wasn't there. So I think I, I'm not gonna say his job was harder because I think it's hard to, like I said, the the things that um, Adam had to deal with in regards to you already got a successful thing. You got players getting money. The hardest thing is to deal with success to improve on success because it's already there. So I think they're equally difficult. And do you think it's a byproduct of LeBron still being in the league? And how do you think he'll fare once LeBron hangs it up? You, you, Like I said, you, you get lucky and you get Mike. You get lucky and you get LeBron because you, you had Kobe in there mixed in there, right? Mm-hmm. And you would think Kobe would, at some point in time, had been the face of the league. Kobe was never the face of the league. Popular player, but never the face of the league. He got skipped over and became LeBron. You look in the league right now, right? I don't like that, but it's true. You look in the league right now, who's your face of the league? It, I can't see it being Wimby. You're not from here. You know what I mean? I don't... It's, it was... Possibly supposed to be Zion because he had a crazy marketing train behind him coming into the league. He hasn't lived up to the hype. At all. You look at the other really good basketball players, the SGAs, the, you know, KD's on the tail end of his career. He's never been it. I don't, that guy isn't in the league. Steph is on the tail end of his career. Right. Even though he's still playing at a very high level. Right. But that guy, that next guy isn't there. You, you have to get lucky. So I think they do take a hit when LeBron leaves because I think some people, and we spoke on it many times, people watch basketball to see LeBron win. I'm a fan, and I want to see him win, and, I, and I'm a hater, and I'm tuning in to watch him fail. There's no one. There's no in between. No in between. So you gonna when you start when you lose those guys because there's some people only watching for that. You got to fill in that gap, and I don't know if you Is got that guy. Is there more people waiting. watching for just that than hardcore hoop fans? I'm, I'm a, a hardcore, hardcore hoop, hoop fan. fan. We said it the same. <laughs> I'm a hardcore hoop fan. I don't. I'm not gonna be as engaged as I am when I watch every Lakers game. I watched every Miami game. I watched every Cavs game. I do not watch every Sacramento game. That's a good basketball team. I do not watch every one of their games. You feel what I'm saying? So I don't know. I don't know. I think you do take a hit when he's not there. And does the league fall off? No. You know what I mean? It's, it's enough there. It's enough. It's, it's the model's there. You yeah, know yeah, I mean? yeah. The model's yeah, yeah. there. Yeah, They'll yeah. be fine. But I think you do take a hit when Brown leaves because his his replacement isn't isn't here yet. He's, it's, it's impossible to replace a one-on-one. You, Mike was a one-on-one. That's what I'm saying. And you found Brown. And and that was that was just perfect timing. It, it was just because Mike had left for the third and final time, and Bron shows up that same year, gets drafted number one overall, and it seemed like it was no. But from when Mike retired the second time from '98 
till 2000, there was a bit of a struggle, especially the the lockout shortened season 98, 99. I, Scoop Jackson told me a story that the NBA offices, once Mike retired, they didn't know what to do. They didn't know how to do their job because Mike did the marketing for them. Listen, shows like this, right? There's <laughs> a ton of these shows out here, right? Yeah. They lead off and end off with conversations about LeBron James. That's 100% facts. You got to fill in a big gap of your your talking pieces where you don't have that guy to talk about in regards to him being on a basketball. He's still going to be around. He's not going to disappear, but he's not on a basketball court anymore. So your day-to-day conversation, and, and most of these guys don't want it. KD didn't want it. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of these guys don't want that attention. They complain with Westbrooks and all these guys. They hate the media. <laughs> you know what I mean? The, the Kyrie's of the world. Like your best, some of your best players aren't receptive to that attention that goes along with being true. that guy. Very true. So you're gonna struggle to find who is next. Cause they gotta be good. They have to be great. They have to be transcendent. They have to be the next one, talent-wise. But then they also have to be receptive to everything that comes along with it. And you might have it all because Kobe was all those things, right? Got in trouble. So mm-hmm. you can't, now you can't, can't put that, now you can't put it behind them. Yeah. <clears throat> Facts. Well said. Because he did have everything. Right. Kobe had it all, intelligent, all that. But he just, he got in trouble. Right. We're heading into the fourth quarter. We're going to switch gears a bit. We've been talking about the league almost this whole episode, but going to switch over to uh, women's college basketball. My favorite current player, she's just a freshman, but she's taking the, the NCAA by storm. Her name is Juju Watkins. Juju has already broken records at USC uh, with her fourth 30-point game. She surpassed Lisa Leslie for most 30-point games by a freshman. Uh, at the start of the season, the USC Trojans were ranked number 21 in the nation. Um, fast forward a month later, they're ranked number six. Are defeated at seven and zero. I think you should lead off. You 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 know her well. I do. I've been a fan of her since her junior year at uh, Sierra Canyon, and I think even with Angel Reese, even with Caitlin Clark, I think. Juju Watkins is the best player in college in women's college basketball as a freshman. And it's only going to get darker for the rest of the NCAA. <laughs> darker. It's, it's, going, it's, going, it's getting dark already. She's unbelievably skilled. And for being a freshman, she's got to be one of the most poised basketball players I've ever seen. Remember we were talking about Jalen Hurts a couple of days ago off air? How he's he never changes his facial expression. Right. Never. It could be third and twenty-five or first and goal at the one. His demeanor never changes right. at all. They just got smoked. His demeanor does not change. It's on to the next play, on to the next game. That is Juju as an 18 or 19-year-old freshman in college. She's clearly put the uh the team and the university 
on her back, which is going their 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 recruiting class is going to improve year after year just because she signed on the dotted line and came over there, made them super relevant, and they haven't been relevant since what since Lisa? Lisa went there, right? Yeah. She is the real deal, and her game is, and there's no holes in her game. Maybe you can nitpick about her, maybe on the defensive end. <clears throat> maybe. But her jump shot is clean. Her handle is superb. Her playmaking ability is crazy. Her IQ is off the charts. We love we we've been loving women's college basketball for a very long time. We've talked about the Shamiqua Holesclaws, the the, the, the Candace Parkers, the Diana Taurasi, Sue Birds, all uh, Aja Wilson, Brittany Griner, all these elite Brianna Stewart, these elite all time great college basketball players. When it's all said and done, you about to get disrespectful. When it's all said and done, <laughs> she will be at the top of the list. All right, so all right, let me let me chime in. <laughs> let me chime in. <laughs> you knew I was gonna go there. Let me chime in. First of all, I've been following college female college basketball for a while. And uh my favorite player all the time is Meek. Shamika Holesclaw, Tennessee Volunteers. Meek was it. I ain't never seen a more complete basketball player than Shamiqua. And I'm not saying Juju's not, but along with the talent, right? When you start nitpicking, you're talking about two players and talent-wise, mm -hmm. they on par with one another, right? Mm -hmm. You start nitpicking with the winning and the stats, right? Absolutely. The accolades and the stats. Agreed. Meek got three. Meek got three. And Meek won her freshman year. Facts. So... Those are those are the expectations. You talk about walking away with goat status. That's where it start. You gotta win. You know what I mean? You gotta win. Meek got three and should have had four. Should have had four. Should have had four. I you know what? That's the basketball gods. Because they, they should have won the year before. They shouldn't have won. They was twenty eight. But that's a great listen, I'm gonna tell you how big of a fan I was. Like I remember I had the VHS when they broke it down on the the whole journey of that season. Mm -hmm. I remember the the locker room. With Pat screaming and yelling at him, your Pat would be killing the team and praising Meek. <laughs> <laughs> but you said Juju, her one flaw was maybe on the defensive end. Meek was a monster defensively. Meek was a monster. Meek was a monster. Meek didn't have the range that Juju mm, no. had. She had a range, but Meek was super. It wasn't Meek was so good. I know what you're about to say. So good. They had her on a cover of Source in a Nick jersey. Cover of Slam. Cover of Slam. In a Nick jersey. And you thought it was real. Not real as in, in her being on the team. I but remember that. Her, it was real I as. I still have that. The, 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 that she could have played in the NBA. I thought that she was good enough that she could have possibly made an NBA team. That's how tough I thought Meek was. Yeah, in hindsight, she didn't have a chance in hell. Maybe not. <laughs> I'm just saying, she was so good that when you saw that, she was like, oh, the Knicks might here's how make a real, call. Here's how Nick, real it the was. The Knicks might want to hit her, hit her Here, up. Here's how real it was. When that cover came out, I had a subscription back then. When it came out and it came to, to my door, 
My dick, you know, my dad's a Knicks fan. Right. He was pissed. He was pissed? <laughs> he ain't like Meek. He didn't like the fact that they were considering Meek. Like, it was a real, like you said, you felt like it was almost a real thing. He was like, absolutely not. <laughs> and maybe he was right. But uh, listen, at that moment, I was, I'm saying, they might well get Meek. Holler, Meek, tough. This is, and you got to think, this is, the dogs, the dog <laughs> This is the dog. This is a pretty run up and down basketball. This is grinding. And we, re- yo, and people actually thought to the point where they put the cover out. I remember, I remember the 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 mail that they got after that. And of course, you know, you had people like you, like like yo, this is legit. She's really like that. And then you had people like, yeah, get the hell out of here, bro. Come on, listen, man. I'm. I'm Ain't no female playing in the NBA. I mean, it's, the talent is, is, is the discrepancy is is too large. But Meek was nice, and if you're saying Juju can be considered better than than Meek, and I don't even think Meek can, is really even considered to go. I think it's Tarasi, really. It's been too far. It's been too far gone, and people have short term memories. But Meek, to me. College basketball, Meek won three chips. Only hardcore hoopers remember Meek. Meek was super nice. Meek got three, and she kind of disappeared. She's not even involved in any kind of basketball. Because she had personal issues that right. that happened. But um, three chips. I don't know how many player of the year she got, but Meek. I was think her. she had four. I think the year that they didn't mm. win, she was still player of the year. They were incredible that year. They were undefeated. They were supposed to win it that year, but you know. So, but yo, that's crazy. I mean, look, not just good off of Juju, right? But just to talk about college, female college basketball, women's college basketball back then, like it's popular now. But I think it was even popular, even more popular Yo, back then. Like I, with Tennessee, I, I loved it. Tennessee, you had Connecticut emerging into that conversation. Connecticut, like, you. I used to tune in crazy Tennessee Connecticut games. Crazy. I used to love yo. I, I used to love Old Dominion. Old Dominion with Tisha, Tisha Penichero. Yeah, Penichero. Yeah. I used to love that. That's how deep I was into women's college basketball. And you know, it's still it's the I. You talk about this all the time. The um the UConn stranglehold on the game is is done, and there's more parity now. They hurt the game. They hurt the game when they when they when they when Tennessee disappeared, and you didn't have the recruiting battles were over, because that's what it was. It was are you going to go to Tennessee or are you going to go to UConn, and then it just turned into everybody going to UConn, and you had a couple players sprinkled here and there, mm-hmm. but the best of the best with UConn was getting everybody mm-hmm. to the point where they they won over was a hundred some straight games. Yes. Three was it three or four straight national championships? Yes. Where I'm talking about like it wasn't even competitive. Was like laughable. you're winning by 40, 50 points over the number two team in the country. Like it wasn't it that was bad for college basketball. Two two things <clears throat> did uh, made sure that you know that that stopped. Griner. Well, okay, three. Griner was Gr- the first Griner. Della no, Dom went there and then she left. Uh, I, I I'm gonna say Griner was the first one because Deladon going to Delaware didn't affect winning because she went to Delaware and Delaware wasn't in the mix even they, where, even as good as she was. Remember when they did? They went deep in the tournament. They, they had her senior year. Yes, they had a run, but she didn't affect 
She didn't. She the didn't power, shift the balance. The, of the power. balance of power didn't change at all. Right. Reiner affected the balance of power, even though she won. only got one. She affected the balance of power. Agreed. I think. I think. I think Deladon leaving took something away from because UConn would have been. You saying they won a hundred straight games? It was laughable. It would have been even. They would have won hundred and fifty straight games had facts. she stayed. Facts. Facts. So I mean, I, it did affect things. But Griner took one. Griner took one. Should have had and two. Then, and then had two. another factor: Dawn Staley going to South Carolina. Dawn Staley. Go, I mean, but you didn't. Even, I don't think you. And at in the moment, you didn't know it was going to affect. You knew off top, Griner going to Baylor was going to affect. Yeah, true, true, winning, true. Because all of a sudden, oh, now Baylor has the most dominant, best player in the country. Yeah, yeah, true. But I think you, uh, South Carolina has two. She got two, yeah. She should 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 have three. Should have three. South Carolina couldn't shoot last year. Worth a damn. They, it was all it was all Zion's on that team. All your recruiting and you ain't got no guards. No, but, no shooting. They they rectified <clears throat> that this year. A year late. A year late. Wasted, they, they still number one this year. <laughs> they still crazy. number one. I think by the end of the of the season, depending on the rest of USC's schedule. So you think Juju get one? She in the I, mix? She in the mix? I think you get her in the dance. She going to be in the dance. She never yeah, stick in the country. Get, it, get her in the get her in the Anything. She's that good. She getting one? Me got one freshman year. Don't be surprised if yeah, you call it, it, it can't, it can't be one and done. The next it, goat. It can, yeah, I am. So is so she don't be surprised it, if they win it this year. It done? Yes, no. Don't be surprised if they if it happens. Miss me? What? I don't know. I didn't say I don't know. You saying miss me if it? Yes or no? It's a tall task. <laughs> Meeks the goat. Okay, goal, I'll go. I'll go out on a limb. Yes. The answer is no, everyone. Ah, uh, yes, they get. They, 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 <laughs> listen, yeah, listen, viewers, USC for the sake for is the not sake of winning argument, the national championship. Game. He wants. He wants me to say USC is going to win the national championship in Juju's freshman year. Fine, I could do that. That's how much confidence I have in Juju as a player. They won't see the final four. All right, that's, they won't this, get to the final this four. Why, this is why listen, we record these. And things. I do believe she is the best player in the country. I do. I agree with you, you there. You hear that? You hear that? But right? she, I don't know. I don't know if I want to put her in a conversation with with Meek. That's because she's a freshman. Meek Meek was a freshman, and Meek brought it home. That's because she's a. We wasn't calling <clears throat> Meek the goat after her freshman year, though. We weren't. But I'm just saying, you got to start somewhere, right? Yeah, yeah. And Meek started at the top of the totem bowl. Word. So, if you're saying she is going to surpass Meek. Throughout four year career, I believe it. Barring injury, if she don't get it done this year, you you're saying that next three years it's got to be flawless. Word, I'm cool with that. <laughs> I, I see the signs. I see the signs. Listen, we've had conversations before where I've told you way in advance, yo, this player going to be this, this player going to be that, this player going to be this, and every single time it's come to fruition. Every time. That's what you want to say. Every time. Every time. You want me to give you an example that you were wrong. No. All right. All right. Because <laughs> I got an example. No, you can't. You can't because we're out of time. <laughs>
So we're going to go into the the, the OT. Oh, Ray, you won. Congratulations. Oh, I'm calculating. Oh, you're still calculating. Sorry, sorry. Okay. While you're calculating, I'm going to go to... Last week, we had a discussion that got a little heated about... Uh, I guess manhood in a sense is a man sassy if he doesn't know how to change a tire. I don't I don't think in terms of <clears throat> whatever. That's neither here nor there. The, the people the people have spoken. <laughs> <laughs> I told Ray this the other day. He doesn't really like it. <laughs> and I'll quote, I don't like this. Uh but hey, man, this is this is why we do this to to garner attention and to garner views and more subscribers. And hats off to you because you came up with this topic for OT and it's garnered us a whole lot of attention. What's wow. your thoughts on that? Before I pick, before <clears throat> I uh, grab these quotes, listen, man, you always gonna get opinions. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You put your opinion out there, you, you gonna. In return, you're gonna get other people's opinions, right? Right. I don't think you know. What I mean, that's what think, we signed up for. I don't think we overstepped no bounds and said nothing crazy. Just you know, at the end no. of the day, it's just an individual's opinion about something. So you know, what I mean, I don't want nobody to take nothing personal by it, or like we calling out any particular individual or any groups or anything like that. It's just our particular opinions about a particular topic. Uh, one viewer said, and and I quote. So we're calling men sassy now in 2023. I think it's. I mean, first of all, I think the other part of it, other part of it is just it's a it's a humor part of it, right? We yeah. like, we joking. We may have been joking fun. for 30 years. We having fun, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it, it wasn't our topic. It was something that we picked. We saw that was on circulating on mm-hmm. social media, which I'm pretty sure many of y'all saw as well. So we just saw something that was trendy. And brought the topic here because it interests us. We wanted to give our opinions about yes. it. Yes. So it wasn't us calling. I wasn't calling Brian sassy. It was no. just about the particular, you know, that's what the topic was. No. He called me sweet. But whatever. <laughs> yeah, I digress. You still do need to do that. Uh, uh, another quote was, <laughs> both of y'all look sassy to me. <laughs> <laughs> that joke was funny. I t- told my wife that I was like, yo, they, they said we both look sassy. <laughs> <laughs> Another quote was this whole conversation is sassy. <laughs> yo, we can't talk. Come on, y'all see. I know y'all see. I know in y'all households, y'all having this same debate with one another. I'm I'm pretty sure you go down your 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 friend list and you go down your news feed, this popped up, and you may have left a comment or you had an opinion. Listen, bro, we got over 10,000 views on on that discussion. Right. And the the people the people spoke out. Another viewer said put some bass in your voice. <laughs> I don't I don't know who I gotta be was. I gotta be you gotta be cat. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> when cat give it when he talking and then when he give him you it's two different voices. <laughs> or, or 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 Michael Jackson. <laughs> Michael Jackson's uh Persona voice and his real voice. His real voice was wild deep. Was he? <laughs> yeah. What? 
<laughs> what? Yeah. You knew that too? He would be like, yeah, he'd be like, hey, everybody. Like, he'd be doing that. Right. And he'd get all be like, hey, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> be like, hey, which yeah. one was real? I know. His, his, the, the, his real voice, not the persona voice. <laughs> his persona crazy. voice was wow high, right? Wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you didn't know that? No, I did not know that. <laughs> I don't know why you would choose that. <laughs> I don't know why you would choose that. What the the high pitch? Yeah, voice? I don't know why you would choose because that. It's, uh, because it's more. I, I guess it's 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 friendlier. It's less threatening. I've heard I've heard that before. What if you if you notice? Sometimes my voice gets a little high, so, so I don't feel like I've heard that before. A, a deep voice is is like. Off putting is 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 man. It's you know, a, man, you're a man. It's supposed to. I mean, I don't know. I don't do you know. Yeah, word. I agree. I agree. Right. Do you think it has something to do with his career being so long, and we knew him as a kid that, that he, he kind of thought, kid yeah, like he thought that was endearing. Absolutely. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. But he had to hear the rumors, right? <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that little voice kind of played into the rumors. You know that, that that's what I'm taking from like, yeah. yo, if you really sounded like this, all this is going on about people's opinion about you. If you sounded like uh, more like, I guess, more like a man, I don't think that would have been the case. I don't think I don't think Thriller would have did 40 mil if he sounded like this. I mean, you sing how you sing. You sing however you want to sing. How you talk is how you talk. I'm just, but, but there's marketing to it as well. <laughs> he was he, he came off it that that. Hi, I'm friend. I'm, friend, I'm friendly. I'm friendly. I got monkeys and, and kids coming over to my crib. Like right. he was, he was a friend. It was, it was friendly. I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> I, listen, the proof is Yo, there. He listen, was the, he was the biggest superstar saying. ever. Right, I get what you're saying, and maybe, maybe you're right. But I didn't. I, I don't know. I think that you would. I, I would think that you would choose the other voice <laughs> over that light voice because everything <laughs> that people were saying about you. <laughs> like he actually sounded like when he did the chum on like when he did that's what he sounded like normally. Right, and then everything else no, was I, high pitched. He, you wanted more chum ons. Um, when uh. Sega Dreamcast they came out with Ready to Rumble right remember Mike uh, they had a Michael Jackson character on that game okay he voiced that character in his real voice and it's, I, don't, I don't remember I wasn't you know, I don't remember the voice but it, it, <laughs> it sounded like a man it, it sounded like me it's wow <laughs> <laughs> yo I never knew this story it, it sound like a man <laughs> listen bro his voice is deep man listen I, I don't, that's hilarious right I don't know what took place behind closed doors but. look look Michael Jackson's deep voice revealed <laughs> he did an interview he did something with it Let's see. Let's see what this is exactly. So yeah, don't draw that you do it yet. But let me. I just want to pull up. Maybe we can get a little bit of. What is this? I want to get pulled off YouTube. Yeah, Mike but, is crazy for that. <laughs> you might. You guys won't be able to hear. Well, here I'll put it in the studio. No, I'll put no. it in the studio real quick. And then again, then let's just listen. See. Um. Uh. Do you even hear just that part? The, I saw her. Do you hear just that? Just that little part. Yeah, yeah, you hear it? 
Michael Jackson's momentary lapse in his speech. Wait for it. Revealing a much deeper. Uh, there's like a voiceover bullshit. Uh, dang it. I almost. Floating around the what is this voiceover from this British guy? <laughs> we have expected from the king of pop. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> yeah. 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 I wonder how many people got to hear that, John. Did he use that off off camera? Yeah. <clears throat> the regular voice? Yeah. Uh I forget who was who was telling the story, but um he was in a session with with someone and he used his his persona voice the whole time. And then when they left, he turned to someone and said, I thought the motherfucker was never gonna leave. Mike curse <laughs> like that. What? <laughs> Mike curse. Mike curse. Mike said uh, titty. Mike. Mike said a whole lot of stuff. What? <laughs> Mike. Mike was a. Mike was a guy. Mike was. Mike Yo, was a Mike dude. Come off like a guy because bro. he had an image to maintain. But Yo, there's been moments where Mike was a whole dude. Mike came off real fragile, like. I seen a video when Mike was in the limo and the mob was coming towards the limo and Mike was looking out the window like, <laughs> look at her. T <laughs> <laughs> Mike was a wild boy. Shoot. Shoot. Throwing me off. A you, know bit. Me, you know me. I, you know me. You a Mike fan. I'm a no. huge Mike. Nah, that's my guy. So all that, all that stuff. All that, yeah, man. I, I know about it. It's wild that you ain't know he had a, you, a regular speaking that. voice. <laughs> why do you have a regular speaking voice? <laughs> That's why I ain't know. Why do you have a regular speaking voice? <laughs> it's weirder that I know. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't got, yo, this is, the, this is the voice I use all the time, fellas. This is the only one I got. <laughs> No, and listen, when things got spirited, your voice went up a couple octaves. Yeah, yeah, because we, we, you know what I mean? I get what you're saying, but. That That's what I mean. It like, wasn't intentional. This is, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm using this the regular joint I got. <laughs> nah, it's, it's deep in <laughs> since is, this conversation started. This the regular so joint I got? Just to shore up your manhood. Shore him up a little bit. Mike, I, heard, I ain't movie crazy like Mike. This, this the one the Lord gave me. This the chords he gave me. <laughs> it's the chords. It's the chords, it's the he, gave chords he gave me, man. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, that person told us to put bass in our voice. So here it is. Here's the bass that you <laughs> that you wanted. Uh what one of our one of our former uh high school classmates like chimed in uh about the equality part and uh Sharice. Sh okay. And <clears throat> she said that there's no there's no such thing as far as in a, from an anatomy now this is her saying this from an anatomy standpoint like what what are we talking about there is no equal we it's impossible to be equal there is no equality facts that's what I was saying it's, it's, that's facts there is okay. there is it's no what way I, possible it's that's no what way I you can expect a woman to all be there are some there are some anomalies right some what was the what's the wrestler John. China? China. You got some of those out there. <laughs> How did I know that was the particular one you were talking about? You got some of those out there, a little stronger than, than most, but yeah, the yeah, yeah, average yeah. woman, the average guy, it's a big difference. Uh, agree 100%. That's why when I kept saying why, in that one clip, I just kept saying why, because that's what I wanted you to say. I wanted right. you to answer that. That's why I want, but she answered it 
for us and that's a shout out to her because she she was engaged like she she saw that she was like oh, I'm on it <laughs> I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell y'all why right and you know that's 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 her opinion and I guess we both agree with it right I, I definitely agree with that like I said I mean yeah but for the most part I got flamed as you should have I, I I got flamed as you should have so you know it it is what it is you. <laughs> Know me, I'm fine with it. Listen, man, it's it's funny. Well, it's no, neither one of us take none of that. Say it's whatever a, yeah, you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought when, when I told you, I thought you were taking it back. I thought you it was like, it's like, yo, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like all these. I don't like all these comments. <laughs> I don't like you know, all that attention. Like you know, being I, I ain't my way, but it's funny. You know, I mean, I'm cool with all that. You know, we we probably two of the worst. When it comes to cracking jokes about people, so I could take a joke. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's absolutely true. So yeah, don't don't dish it out if you can't take it. So I, I'm I'm fine with it. This is this is what we signed up for. We decided to do this show. We knew eventually something was going to pop, and it did. And we got a lot of opinions on it. So I guess that's a good thing. That's what we wanted right now. So. And with a minute to spare. With a minute. Listen, man, it's probably the first time we ever was <laughs> on schedule. <laughs> yeah, Ray's, uh, Ray's got two wins. Brian's got four. And uh, unofficial. <laughs> That's official. Not, what, is, what the hell are you One draw. Official. Last week's was under review. No, it's not. I looked at the comments. <laughs> I've been and, deep into it. I'm mean, so much research I had to do. Don't even get me started. I don't watch we watch every single one. I got a chalkboard. It's nuts over here. <laughs> so Ray won this game, uh 83-82. He's won this episode. As Neil said, the record is now two wins for him, four for me. You get it, you and, my joint. And the time I gotta you you're less than. <laughs> that sounds crazy. <laughs> as far as the, the wins are concerned, <laughs> you know exactly what I meant, man. Come on. I'm I'm sorry. That, 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 I didn't mean to offend at all. But that's been episode seven of High IQ Basketball. Tune in tomorrow where we have episode eight of High IQ Basketball with Brian Isley and Raymond Bird for Raymond Bird and Super Producer Neil. I'm Brian Isley, and we'll catch you guys tomorrow. Peace. The old saying goes, if you don't work, you don't eat. Whatever the new saying for the new generation, you either grind or starve. Established in 2015, Grind or Starve Apparel has become the premier fashion brand for today's hustlers, entrepreneurs, and CEOs in the making. The online store provides groundbreaking styles and innovative designs for today's go-getters, proving that you can grind and look good at the same time. Grinder Starve has several collections to choose from. The new GOS Luxury, Designer, Location Apparel, Rep Your City to the Fullest, Fitness, Barber Edition, Stylist Edition, and Baker's Edition. Go to GOSApparel.com the next time you need a hoodie, polo, G-shirts, bags, all made with the best quality materials. Grind or starve. The choice is yours. Go to GOSApparel.com. Hey, everybody. How you doing? This is comedian Neil Wood, and... 
Adam Nutter. We can't do it like that. You have nope. to sound like a human being. It's cut. That's insane. Because I'm, I'm realizing how little you're talking. Adam Nutter. I could just take If you just want me to... Honestly, you know what we need to do is just get... We just need to get that clean. Adam Nutter. And then I'll just pop it in wherever I need to. But Adam Nutter. Let's do that. Come listen to the Cult of Us podcast. That's our promo. Adam Nutter. A Drop Tent Media Network podcast. Go to droptent.com or search Cult of Us podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Uh-huh. I'ma have to tie my Nikes for this one. I'ma go for like a like a quadruple double. Ha-ha. You playing a game to win and greatness come from within. The only time you lose if you only never begin. Gotta be like the shoes and just do it. The clock is winding down, so now shoot it. If fortune favors the bold, that's why I keep on just winning. If timing is just the essence, then I'ma keep on just spending. I'm worth a couple of bucks, shout out to Ante the Kumpa. Dropping them B-Ball facts that seeping into your bluebirds. Advising like Tony Kuko, Drew getting into it mucho. Directing all these plays like my name was Tony Russo. Balling, that's how we do so. I'm going in for the win. Penetrate the lane like B-Way back in 2010. I'm stomping straight in my Tims. The basics just like I'm Tim. I'm dunking on you haters. A poster is where you live. It's magic all in my wrist. That Curry, we going swish. It's showtime like the 80s basketball is where we live. I'm highly gifted and skilled. I'm going in for the kill. The game is on the line. Remember, yo, what's the deal? Pass it to Brian Osley. I bet he probably surprised me. High IQ basketball is just showing it's not a hobby. Playing the game to win and greatness come from with the only time you lose, the only never begin Gotta be like the shoes and just do it The clock is winding down, so now shoot it We playing a game to win, and greatness come from within The only time you lose, the only never begin Gotta be like the shoes and just do it The clock is winding down, so now This has been a Drop Tent Media Production